Welcome to QO Talk, guys. My name is Marvelous Achafun. And today on QO Talk, we'll be discussing a topic, a very controversial topic, and a topic that most LGBT are feeling concerned about, which is toxic masculinity and the common trend of LGBTQI men saying that they are looking for manly men only or straight acting men and the effects that it has on the LGBTQ society. And today on the topic, I have two gentlemen that will be doing justice to this very topic. I have Chimizere Henry, a documentary filmmaker, a minister, and a human rights activist. Welcome, Henry. Thank you, Marvelous. And I also have Michael Sebastian, a Chinese to English language translator, a nurse who loves taking care of people, irrespective of their tribe, religion, and gen gender and sexuality. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Marvelous. So I'll start with you, Henry. Henry, in your, in a layman's term, let me start with the popular, like something that they always use. They said toxic masculinity is something that is from our culture. It's like in us, it's an African thing. An African, but we agree with that this is an African thing, like the way we are brought up as Africans, that a man should be, he shouldn't care, he shouldn't show emotions, he should be tough, he should be a fighter, he should not be girly in any way, he should have the strength of being strong. Do you agree with that, Michael? And do you feel like it's, it's from our culture? Uh, to me, from Michael. No, to you, um, sorry, to you. Um, uh, yeah, to me, besides, I don't agree with the African mentality of what we term as masculinity or what a man should be. It has really affected us in various forms because most of us struggle to meet up with what the society has predicted to be men or what society tends to be masculine. And this is a generation which I'm very proud of, that we are changing those norms and those traditions. Culture is man-made, so I feel we can always reverse it. For me, being a man goes far beyond what's in your genitals. Being a man is more more than what we have termed being a man should be. I feel a man should have the right to be emotional. A man should have the right to to express himself the way he he wishes to express himself. And being a man doesn't mean we we don't have emotions. And even looking for looking at it from our African descent, we were told not to cry. We were told not to not to speak anyhow. We were told we have to be the breadwinner of the house. We were told that we have to make more income than the female child. We were told that we have to be more educated than the female child. That has not only affected the male child, but also the female child. Because in a situation when a man cannot meet up to all this African expectation of a male child, then the male child gets depressed. And the male child looks at down at himself and is like, oh, okay, I'm not getting to where, so to get to, so I'm not man enough. But the truth is that every man is man enough, be you feminine, be you what they term as masculine. I feel we have to change that African mentality. Okay. So, Sebastian, I would like to ask another question. Um, there's, there's a popular saying that manly men tend to be more hardworking, tend to be more that those effeminate men that before you know very soon they are always tired, they are easily tired, they don't, they are not, they don't do like all these, the hard jobs like the mechanics, the uh, laborers, the bootlayers, the engineers, you don't see effeminate men doing them. 
is more of manly men. So manly men are very, very protective. Do you agree with this? That effeminate men are not hardworking. They are less hardworking and they are less protective of their partners, of their homes, of anything that they cannot protect something. They can't secure something like the weaker version of a man. Sebastian, I'll mute your mic. I'll mute your mic. I'll mute your mic. Yes, thank you very much. I totally, I totally disagree with that because um, not all. Like what you said that uh, most people say that um, um, feminine men don't have um, such strength to do something like being had had jobs. I feel that's a lie because most feminine people, most feminine men, end up doing more hardworking things. Than the masculine man, because they're, they're, you're still a man and you're just you're, you're just a complete addition of yourself. So uh, all those all those things that I think that's a shit because um, every man, be you um, masculine or feminine, you decide to do what you want to do. You determine to do whatever thing you wish to. Like someone like me now, I'm very I'm I'm feminine. And that doesn't stop me from doing hard jobs. I do hard jobs. I do soft jobs. I do anything that my strength can get to at a particular time. So I think it falls back to strength of a person. It's not everyone. It's not all masculine guys that can do hard, hard jobs. Like if my, bro my, my senior brother, he's very masculine, but he's very lazy. So I don't even know what I'm saying. It's not that, that term that most, we Nigerians most times say that a man should be masculine, like he's the man of the house, he should be the strongest. That uh, feminine men uh, are, are being seen as um how do I put it now? They are being rejected or being seen as people who, who are up to um do some certain things. It's not it's not meant to be. Be you feminine or masculine as a male doesn't stop you from being strong or stop you from doing things you're supposed to do. All right, so thank you. So, um, Henry, I also I would love to ask the question that people always say, like, like um, I'll bring it to the LGBT community. Let me ask one that is close to closer to home. Okay. The community will say that it is not. It is that um um what's the word? Effeminate. They are, they are not meant to be effeminate tops. Anybody that is effeminate is automatically bottom. So, what is that that rule? The problem when rule clashes with. Um, the way you behave. The fact that I would like you to speak to community members now, because I know that when they just see a girly guy, they feel like, oh, this person's already, this person's a BTM. Even if a person is a top person, so I have a right to choose my role. Whether I am girly or I am not, it is just my personality. My personality is different from what I do on bed. But the community, they will say, no, once you are girly, you are meant to be a BTM. Once you are manly, you are meant to be a top, this stereotyping and everything. What do you feel like? What is the cost? What is the root cost of this? And do you feel like it's acceptable or it's a normal way or it's a normal trend? It's not acceptable for us to put labels on people because they think certain ways or act certain ways or express themselves certain ways. Like I will always say, labels are a no for me. Society should not put labels on us. We should say no to every type of labels. And especially the ones we ourselves begin to create. Yes, I understand that people will have certain preferences, but instead of you talking about what you don't like or what you think should be done, why don't you just talk about the things you like? For you to 
come to a conclusion because a man is feminine that he should be this. That is that is just the labels there for me, where where you man wants to control his own life and controls people's own life. I think we should come to this place where we understand that everybody has the right to express themselves the way they choose and how they want to be addressed and expressed. That is not too much to ask. Even far from you know sexual roles. Pronouns. Some people prefer to be addressed as she. Some people prefer to address be addressed as he. It doesn't change him or her from you know being a man or being a woman or being a top or being a bottom. I think we should come to this level where we respect people's expression, respect people's preferences, and not try to label everyone in a box. People want to express themselves and let them express themselves the way they feel and the way that is right according to them. And the, the, the other thing I also want to add is that when we begin to label people, when we begin to label people, that is when we even fall into the trap the more. Because if society says, okay, this is what I have to do to be a top, then most people try to act that way to be that top. And at the end of the whole day, you see people who are not really who they are, say they are, acting as though they are something else, and you fall into the trap of deception. So we should come to this place where we stop pretending or hiding, but expressing our true self. If I want to be feminine, if I want to fling my hands and talk, if I want to wear makeup, if I want to wear eyelashes, it's all dependent on me. If I don't choose to wear them and I see you wear them because I don't do it or you do it, doesn't give me the right to judge you. So let's stop all this judgment in the community and come to love each other. But I would like to ask a follow-up question. Yes. Um, if I'm, let me just use, for example, I want to use a typical Nigerian um LGD, LGBT community. Imagine now like I'm a top and I come into the room and I'm like, hey Shelleo, and I'm throwing my hand and I train. People will the BTM will say in my, if we are in a relationship now. BTM will say I don't feel like I feel like it's just somehow now. I expect my top to be good, like command respect. Like when he walks into the room, I expect people to hear say yes. A top just walked in. Not a top that they will say will be throwing with one. I will be like, ah, shelle, shelle. So don't you feel like they actually have a point? Like they want their top to be like the defender. The top is meant to defend them. It's meant to be the one to be supportive. It's meant to be the one to like is the oh, sorry, they will say like it's the head of the home or something. So it's like supposed to be the head. We want to carry them. First and foremost, it's nobody's duty to protect you. you. It is your own duty to protect yourself. So if you're expecting someone to be your protector, that is where I think you got the whole situation wrong. Because if you're looking for someone else to protect you, who is protecting him? Secondly, if a top flings his hand, it doesn't mean that that says he doesn't have strength. Because someone is feminine, flinging hands or you know, being a little bit feminine doesn't mean the person doesn't have strength most feminine people are in sure feminine boys feminine men are the strongest of all men look at what feminine men have done feminine men brought uh, on pride the pride we celebrate today it was brought about for, by feminine men feminine men are the ones who started the riots who started the gay pride feminine men are the ones who have changed uh, um fashion we brought in fashion Feminine men are the ones who stand out, who have been speaking, who are not scared. Feminine men are the ones who stood against racism. We are more stronger than any masculine men. What have masculine men done? Masculine men have just followed the norms of society and be silent all this while. So if we are talking about strength, feminine boys and feminine men 
are more stronger, mentally strong, emotionally strong than even this masculine men that we talk about. So when you talk about protection, we have been protecting far beyond. True protection is not when you have the muscles and when you are try to act. No, we don't try to act. We are who we are. And that is the strongest thing that anybody needs to know. Wow. So I would, I would like to, Michael, I would like to ask, the, there's a popular thing I saw from by one LGBT activist, so I can't remember his name, but he said that um, um, uh, queer people do not have to be feminists, that um, gay people, rather, gay men should not be feminists. And he gave the reason why is that because gay men, they do not understand the struggles of women. They do not... Um, um, they, they are not women, so they cannot relate to the struggles of women. They cannot, they cannot say what they can just be is a feminist ally. I would like to ask, do you agree with this? Before I ask my next question. I disagree with that. I disagree with that because um, <clears throat> the person saying that queer men or gay men shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't classify themselves the same as the females because um, we don't go through the same thing they go through. That's a lie. Everyone goes through the same thing. Everyone, almost everyone goes through the same thing. Probably, why the, I, I, to my own suggestion, I guess that in terms of childbirth or some other struggles, childbirth, yeah, that's the only thing I see that women go through, that we, we um, fair men don't, probably most of us don't give birth. We don't give birth. So I believe that's, that's the struggle they're talking about. But in every other aspect, every feminine guy and a female, I believe there's no difference between them apart from he's got a dick, she's got a pussy. There are no different things. We do the same things. We, we, we do the same kind of jobs if we want to. And we do anything with you, like apart from that, men do not give birth. So I just think that's the only thing that just differentiates the, of the males and the gay, the gay, feminine gay, gay men. Thank you. But Michael, I also like to ask that I have seen a lot of feminists that do not also support queer men, that have a lot of hatred for the LGBTQI society. I think there was one recently that came out on Twitter and said that um, gay men are the, imagine this, what's her name too? What's this popular lady that was used as the NSAS? They called her the NSAS Wonder Woman. And look at the things we were saying about the LGBTQI society, comparing us with pedophiles, saying that we're at boarding school. I can't remember her name. I think you should. The one that wears the job and is from Edo State. I'm trying to remember her name again. But she's very popular. She was like the figure in there. I know yeah. you know her. She was the figure of the, they even called her the Wonder Woman of the NSAS. And then she was the, even the campaigner of uh, Bring Back Our Girls. But she's the same woman that said that uh, we are like, we know what happened at boarding school. Nobody will come outside and support the LGBT community. Nobody will come outside and... And she's the same person that is claiming to be a feminist. So don't you feel like the LGBT activist is right, that we should focus on our own struggle. Leave feminists to focus on their own struggle. Let us look for how we can better ourselves and not try to... carry When they, we are caring about feminists, when they don't actually care about us. Hello, Sebastian, can you hear me? Hello? Okay, okay, we asked, we asked, I can hear you. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, we asked. You can see. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you, we can hear you. 
Hello, we can hear you. Go, go on, go on, go on. I can't, I can't hear you guys. Go, go on, we can hear you. We can hear you, go on. Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you, go on. Yeah, you were saying something about the woman that came up for the NSATs. I think yeah, I just yeah. not hear you from there. Yeah, I said that the lady came, like she's meant to be the, okay, let me rephrase the question. The lady was meant to be like, she they called her the figure, the figurehead of the NSAS protest. She's also a feminist. But she's the same person that is against okay. LGBTQI people and saying that um, they are pedophiles. Like, you know what happened in body school? You will not support them. You will not do this. You will not do that. So do you not feel like mm, we should focus more on our own struggles rather than women becoming feminine? We should focus more on our struggles. Yeah, I, I I believe that we should focus on our own struggles because um, the woman might be a feminist, but at the same time be homophobic. Yes, so not every feminist will acknowledge a feminine guy. Yeah, I've seen a lot of feminists that um, they just have this this like towards feminine guys. So I believe we just we feminine um, community members should just stand on our own and uh, walk towards our own targets and just doing things we know how to do best because that's why everything we keep on making, we keep on shining and we keep on, um, the whole world keep hearing about we feminine community members because no matter how we try to be in darkness, keep glowing. So I, I, I just believe that we shouldn't just um, feel bad about what most of the feminists um, are saying, female feminists now are saying that about the queer, um, feminine queer guys that they shouldn't be compared um, to um, to the feminine, to the females, because it's not all. What, what I want you to understand now, what I want you guys to understand now, it's not all feminists, female feminists, or feminists rather, that acknowledge or um, give good regards to a feminine community, a queer community member. Thank you. That's nice. Wow. That's nice. So, Harry, I would love to ask a question. Um, so. Sorry, can you hear, can you see me? Yes, we can see you. Yeah. So, Amy, I would like to ask a question. In the community, people prefer, Sebastian, please, can you mute your mic? The fan is really affecting. Oh, sorry about The fan that. is affecting, like, very well. Can you hear the fan with the hand? So, um, Henry, I would like to ask a question. People would, the reason why LGBTQ are coming, I just remember the friend of mine who says it a lot, that the reason why they want straight acting men. Why there's a lot of trend on this straight acting, straight acting is that they love the fact that they can go with their partner. Like in a country like Nigeria, go with, with their partner to an entry. Nobody knows that anything is stopping. They go to, they, they go and watch movies together. They can go to a club, go for industry nights, go to different places. And then nobody knows what is happening. Nobody knows what's up. What's up. They would look like friends, very, very coded as the world, as they always do. When you carry a feminine guy, he's like all over the place, throwing with one, shelling, like I don't know what to say. I shell the guy, they shell there. Those they throw with one everywhere. It's just uh, too obvious. Like, ah, you watch that. So they say, because of my safety, I bet feminine guys, let them just pack themselves on side. Do you feel like this is a good, like, this, that, that, do they have a point? Let me just ask you. Do they have a point? No, they don't have a point. I understand that this, this, this point is coming from a place of fear. And 
you don't overcome fear with more fear. You overcome fear with bravery. You overcome fear with confidence. You overcome fear with acceptance. So if you're telling me that for you to accept me, I have to keep myself and throw up this personality to be accepted by you. In short, I don't think I'll be feel comfortable. You, you will not even be in my contact list again. You are out, blocked, out of the way. Because for me, if you're ever going to accept me, you accept me the way I am. You accept me for what I believe. You accept me for what I understand. And I understand the society where they are in is not acceptable. But one thing we can always do is to change the society from where we come from. And hiding our faults will not change anything. So that point of, oh, they want them straight acting so that when they come, they can be this person. That is the same way too. The straight acting people pretend. They hide themselves. They never come to their full spiritual being. They never come to their full divine purpose because what, 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 what you're asking them is to pretend for the rest of their life. And a, 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 a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. So this person that is pretending now to be straight acting, the person who will pretend also to love you, the person will also pretend not to be a, 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 a domestic abuser. So that is why we raise men who end up becoming um, bigots, who end up becoming abusive. These are the men because we encourage them with all these attributes we expect from these masculine men. And at the end of the whole day, you see these people who want these standards are still the people who, who benefit from the other disadvantages of this pretense we're talking about. So, Henry, I would also like to ask another question about what they call now. There's a popular word in Nigeria which people call uh, BTM privileges or feminine okay. privileges. Okay. Meaning like if they are feminine or they are bottom, let me not say feminine because they use more bottom privileges. That the fact that they are bottom automatically means that the top should spend on them and they are like the woman in the relationship and they need to be taken care of and their pussy needs uh, maintenance, servicing, this and that. So they have become like the female. So they are automatically the female in the LGBTQR search on the queer world. So don't you feel like that is where the issue comes in? Because there are some people that also say that uh, the reason why I don't follow these feminine guys is the fact that they always feel like, uh, they are the woman in the relationship, and before you know, they start demanding for things and thinking that I should become their, their responsibility. Like, oh, I should take care of them. I should be the one to foot their bills. I should be the one to. So, don't you feel like that is the, that's one of the reasons why people stay away from feminine people? Do you feel like they also have a point? Like, if these guys are being, if you are feminine, yes, okay, I don't, I don't really mind. But the fact that you are not asking for your bottom privileges and feeling like you are the woman in the relationship, and I find that very, very faulty. So, do you also agree with that? No, I, I don't agree with that because you're feminine doesn't mean that someone has the sole responsibility of taking care of yourself. And and this is where it still comes to understanding the struggle, understanding the fight, understanding who we are. Because we are feminine, it, 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 that's even that's even ridiculous because like men men like people who are not dependent, independent people. Feminine people need to, or feminine folks, we need to change this idea. We don't need any man to survive. We don't need any man to maintain us. We don't need any man to get our clothes. We don't need any, we, we came from strong backgrounds. We came from women 
all of us came from women. We strong backgrounds. We saw our mothers. Our mothers stood for themselves, fought for themselves. The feminine woman stood for stood for herself and fought for herself. So this should be the same thing we cultivate even in our society today as feminine folks, that we don't depend on someone else to take care of our bees. That is the wrong way to go. It just shows the person you're working with is lazy. The person is not is only being feminine because of the benefits. It's become a business. It's become a business of give and take. So in other words, that is clear prostitution. Unless the person is a prostitute or a sex worker, sorry, sorry for using the word prostitute, but a sex worker, then we can say, okay, that is a business negotiation. But if this is a relationship, a relationship should not be one-sided. You give, you take, you take, you give. And when I mean you give, you take, even in the bad business, you give, you take. In the financial business, you give, you also take and give back. So we should learn how to, how to distribute responsibilities even in relationship, because at the end of the whole day, your relationship is still going to break or that affair is still going to break if it's just one-sided. The one, the person at the end giving may become empty. What, what happens then? You end up the relationship and look for another folk who be the one giving. So I think we should change, we should change our mindset. We should change our attitude. We should become hardworking. We should become, um, what's it called? Independent young feminine and old feminine men. That's all I have to say, to be honest. That's nice. That's nice. So, Michael, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Michael, can you hear Unmute your mic, Michael. Can you hear you? Yeah, can you hear me? So, Michael, your yeah. final words on this. What are the toxic masculinity features that you see in the community that you eat? And how can we get rid of them? Like your final take on this topic. I didn't hear what you just said. Yeah, I so said what are your what are the um, the things that you hear, the toxic masculinity traits that you see in the LGBT community? Like the ones that you see, the ones that you hate, and how can we get rid of them? Your final words. What are the toxic masculinity okay. traits that you see, the ones that you hate, and how we can get rid of them in the community? Okay, um, thank you, Marvelous. Uh, I believe that um, in this LGBTQIA plus community, um, every poor person has the right to be referred to what he or she wants. Not regarding to I'm a masculine, I'm a feminine. We are all community members. Okay, I would like to share um, a little a story. Just, just, just a short story. Just um, some some years back, I, I and a friend we are cutting. We're in a relation. We are about entering a relationship, and we are both feminine. We are both feminine. And he asked a question one certain day when I was trying to propose to him. So, um, her rather, she said um, that we are both feminine. Who is going to take care of who? So I don't, I don't know if you understand something like that. So a lot of people are, a lot of people out there they, they feel that um they feel that um, I'm a masculine just like you said something while you were talking with Chimereze. um you guys were talking about um, um a masculine guy taking care of the, um, the the feminine one or the bottom in the relationship now to me everyone should take care of each other if your top takes care of you if it's in your position if it's in your power to take care of your top, do the same and let everything be balanced. 
there is no special duty being shared to anyone in a relationship. Uh, okay, in uh, the, the, there's this what they say in our adage that that if that the way you that the, the right hand will wash the left hand and the left hand will also wash the right hand. So in every relationship or in this community, we all need to work together and remove that that um that that mentality of a masculine she's feminine. So therefore, we do this, they do that. We are all one. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't put that mentality into our head anymore. So everyone is one in relationship, in our general lifestyle, everyone have the right to do what they want to do and everyone have the right to help anyone because even the feminine ones now are the one even um, doing great things that the one being outstanding, coming out to stand out for everyone. Meanwhile, the masculine ones are even that, that what they do now is that they are hiding and pretending even most you, you tell them you're queer, they'll be like, no, I'm not. Can't you see how masculine I am? So in all this, I'm trying to say that we are all one and we should just move that aspect of our masculine and feminine. The way you see anybody, just give them the respect they deserve. And we all are here to help each other. Thank you. Can I just add something to what he said? Yeah, you can. You can. Okay. Just, just came back to my memory. Um, there is no woman in homosexual relationship. There is nothing like you're the man, I'm the woman. We are both men. And we both, feminine or masculine, the both of us are men. So we should always put that in our head. I hate when people say, oh, who is the man, who is the woman? Excuse me. There is no woman in the relationship. That's why it's called queer relationship, homosexual relationship. And we should stand up for ourselves when we can stand up. And when they remember that, that we're stronger than just our physical looks, but also mentally too. That's that's a good one. And I would like to help um, my uh, Michael Sebastian complete the adage that he said. He said if the left hand washes the right hand and the right hand washes the uh, left hand, then both hands become clean. So, yes. The, I, I would love you to also add that part. Both hands become clean. I wish community members can put that uh, proverb to heart. I know at this point, truly, both, people, both, both of them, they help each other. When the top and the bottom come together, and they come on and help each other. That is when they can move forward. But if you are looking for a top to help you, like what they will say, some people will say that uh, when uh, I'm only for better, that when it becomes worse, it's for someone else. They leave the relationship, it's for someone else. That worse is not for them. They're only for the better. And I wonder that what is the community heading towards? So, um, Henry, your final words, I would like to ask you, what are the toxic masculinity traits you see in the community? And... Well, how can we get rid of them? How can we stop them? What annoys you in the community about this? We've said a lot about the straight acting, straight acting. Now, I don't know whether straight act is another, it's another identity. I don't understand. I'm still trying to digest that. Is that another identity or something? Yeah, straight acting. That's a, that's a nice one. But one thing I want to say is let fear not be our motto. Let fear not be us. We are stronger. We are braver than you see. Fear should never be, fear should be far away from us. That's the one thing. The second thing is that this pretense, straight acting, straight acting should be called what it is. Pretense is pretense. There's nothing like straight acting. And when you live a pretentious life, those who live a pretentious life end up being serial killers. Those who live a pretentious life end up being, um, what was the other word? very, those who molest us, those who live a pretentious life are the ones who hurt us. So 
if we call it straight acting and we try to beautify it, at the end of the whole day, it's still going to hurt our community. Because what we've done is that we've covered up our fears and masqueraded it to a beautiful image instead of addressing the truth that is hidden. So let us bring out the truth and address the truth. Because at the end of the whole day, what is kept in the cupboard will turn out to be what it is. A snake in the cupboard is a snake. It will never, never end up being a flower. That is all I have to say. That's a nice one. So you've heard it all, guys. And that brings us to the end of Q Real Talk. It was a very, very interesting episode. I think I learned a lot. So this is the episode I didn't say much. I was actually learning from both of you. So thank you, guys. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel to see more amazing videos coming soon. So thank you, Michael Sebastian, and thank you, Tim Irizi. Harry, it was nice talking to you guys. So thank to the next man. episode, see you guys later. Peace out.